Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the official podcast, episode 265, coming to you right after Christmas. Well, pretty close to Christmas, in fact. Merry Christmas, everyone. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Woo. Christmas. Woo. Or Happy, happy New, New Year's. Year. Actually, yeah, Happy New Year's. It'll be yeah. close to, yeah, this will be after Happy New Year. Yeah, uh, Happy Holidays. Uh, what, what did what did Santa do for you guys this time? What did he leave you under the tree? You know, I think I'm becoming Ooh, oh God, I think I'm tense. becoming this old grumpy fuck in my life now. I think I'm finally ready to acknowledge it because I got a bunch of like toiletry supplies like shampoo and soap and stuff and that's all I wanted. It was great. Yeah. I was really happy to receive it. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. That's what getting old That's is. Cute. Yeah, I mean, like all the nice stuff I just buy for myself and, you know, I don't want people to buy for me. So I'd rather just yeah. get like useful stuff like hand soap and a pair of socks, you know, just things that you don't replace often that you should. I th- we're obviously in a very fortunate position and like I genuinely don't know when people ask me, what do I want for like Christmas or what do I want for my birthday? I have no clue because usually like i can you know just get what i want yeah. for myself so i've had it's uh, like on on that same thing i had a couple friends tell me that i'm really tough to shop for just because mm-hmm. you know the four of us kind of do yeah. what we want so well i guess kaya's yeah. different kaya do you just demand everything from everyone no i demand nothing from nobody but i did get a <laughs> gift um <laughs> from mariah who's actually in the server i got a i got a set of whiskey glasses a pair that have Ooh. worm lord engraved on them oh jesus so, that's so cool you. that is that is very cute i that's... actually love them i i literally threw out my old whiskey glasses i only use these now i feel respected as the worm lord <laughs> why worm lord what do you mean because I'm Why? because I love worms, Armageddon, bro. Yeah, come what on. The hell? Uh, oh, he's the worm lord. Yeah. I didn't even connect that. <laughs> Jesus, Charlie! It seemed it seemed more like an insult or something like a slur. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's a Turkish slur. We took one week off for the podcast, and you forget that he's the worm lord. I just forgot about worms, man. Like everyone else in the twenty first century. <laughs> hey, fuck you! It's still the best game ever made. It is good. What I did you guys disagree. get, Jackson? Charlie. Uh, I mainly just got close. I I didn't get anything like too wild. I guess it's not true. My dad got me a gun. (laughs) Really? Jesus. Yeah. To protect yourself? Uh, Just because like he he, like we'd been shooting before and it's always been fun. So he got me like a new gun. Oh, yeah. Then he got himself one too for. Oh, matching guns. It, uh, I don't remember what it is, but it's like a, it's like a fucking assault rifle. Holy shit! Maybe he's gonna hunt you down yeah. one day oh, for sweet. sport. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Charlie Rittenhouse over here. <laughs> well, it's, it's really, it's really he he and uh, a friend of ours that you know, Andrew Rex, went all out uh-huh. to make it look cool. So I had it coated in like little water drops. It, it looks like an actual fucking weapon skin from Siege. It's really cool. That is oh, fucking so cool. <laughs> It's actually custom, like made. Yeah. No more the skinners anyway. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Did he yeah, do that really before cool. you got it or after you got it? Before. Yeah, uh, so, so they, you, yeah, you literally a opened months. a loot crate on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> have you taken you, it? Sh- have you taken it shooting oh, yet? Sorry. Not not yet, but we will pretty soon. Did he buy you bullets for it as well? No, bullets are like really rare, so we'll probably just have to like. I don't know, use whatever place we go to's ammo, if they even do that anymore. Well, how is bu- How are bullets rare in America? I would assume they're just giving out, like, candy. Well, because everyone is buying them. Like, there's a mm-hmm. shortage of bullets. What the fuck? It's, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Good old Does COVID the panic. Know? Is the military... Yeah, bullets COVID are much panic. harder to find than guns, Jackson. Like, Why are you saying find? Especially... I, I assume they're made. They're not, like, foraged out in the wild on a bullet tree. <laughs> Well, they yeah, have to be people, ethically everybody's harvested. buying them up. <laughs> yeah. Ethically harvested. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, a, a bullet bullets and guns. In Mad Max. <laughs> are the bullets and guns made in like uh, Asian, you know, child slave markets, or are they made ethically within America? That's Depends a good question. On the bullet, I, I believe. 
Because that'd be really fucked if you create uh, like weapons uh, of death through like yep, slave children. That's it. No, that's all you had to say. Be pretty fucked oh, yeah, up true. if you created weapons of death. True. Yeah, but not like Charlie's too. gun. That that's a weapon of love. A weapon yeah, of love. Yeah, it's shortage. Peace, like Cupid's arrows. Mm. Peace and democracy. Jackson, the reason, um, so bullets being more difficult to access is also a thing in Europe. This is why they're so fucking scared of 3D printed guns right now, because like you can print your own gun that kind of sort of works even, but you can't print bullets yet, obviously, because you need like gunpowder and shit. Yeah, so but then you what just they print do the is they keep... Then you're fine. Well, I hope so one day. That would be fucking awesome. Imagine if you could just print any element you want. That would be so cool. Yeah. That's like Create Star a homemade Trek nuke era in your fucking technology. garage. Oh. Yeah, that'd, that'd be great. <laughs> Have you yet, this is kind of on topic, I guess, in a certain way. What do you guys know about antimatter? It's the opposite of matter, right? Fuck off. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So I watched a video on antimatter on stream the other night and it blew my fucking mind. So one gram of antimatter would be worth $25 billion. And if you had like even the smallest iota of antimatter and you put it on the tip of a bullet, it would have enough power to blow up like a fucking city or something. (laughs) So why don't we uh, like, how do you get it? So right now, the only way we get antimatter is through the Large Hadron Collider, which is that one, I think it's in Sweden or something, that's yeah. miles and miles yeah, long, the, the particle one blaster. The one people together. thought would end the world, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They actually uh, occasionally get antimatter through the collisions, but the thing is, they can't store it. Right. And the amount of antimatter they get there is so minuscule, like it's so hard to even measure how much they get, and the longest they've been able to store it has been 17 minutes. Well, then we've got 17 minutes to use it to destroy a city somewhere. But yeah, the, yeah. The, the amount they harvest, it'd take 100 billion years to get a single gram of it. So it's oh, not yeah. exactly like feasible. Aww. They'll be rich then, God, It's like Bitcoin mining. Yeah. What's, what's <laughs> the problem, Charlie? Like, is it the fa- is it the speeds that we smash the atoms together that's not providing the results? Or is well, we don't it, know what? a ton about antimatter. Like, we're still learning about oh, it. We haven't tried communicating. We haven't figured no, out we- its agenda. No, I haven't diplomacied it yet. I still don't hmm. really know what it is. Is it, by the word like antimatter, it sounds well, like something it that naturally removes. occurring in black holes. Yep, it's so it's out in the universe. Yeah, but ah. we can get it on Earth through that hadron collider. Well, why don't we just go out to the universe and get it? Because we still can't store it. Fuck, we're so stupid. Hmm. I know it's fucking crazy though man it is it, so when that touches anything the what makes it so hard to store is it literally can't be around any piece of matter at all otherwise it, it annihilates itself which is the word they use which sounds awesome so how do yeah. they because store and, it then well, I don't remember, I don't know how, I don't know how they did it but they did like store it temporarily but it has to be completely devoid of any and all everything in does order ma- for it to it exist does like even like elements, like you know, oxygen and stuff. What? What do you mean? What? Like the, the so. atoms, the atoms, like of oxygen. You know, like the things making up everything around us. Yeah, well, it, it can't be around any of that. Otherwise, it annihilates. So, so it has you have to, be to in store like it in a vacuum. perfect vacuum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pretty easy. It's fucking cool though. It, so it releases one hundred percent of its energy. It's it's wild. Antimatter blew my goddamn mind. Just because of the power behind it? Yeah, like the sheer power behind it is just nuts. A single gram, I think, like if you took that whole gram, which is estimated $25 billion, if you took that gram and annihilated it, like you let it touch something, I think it was enough explosive power to destroy like 10 Earths. You know, 25 <laughs> billion like really isn't that much for that much power, I think. Yeah, but I think it'd yeah, be the time investment. Yeah, a little more expensive. So you're telling me Elon Musk can annihilate a hundred Earths if he could just buy it? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know if but he should have that power. It's <laughs> not about like even if he could buy it, he'd have to invest a hundred billion years in the future to have it. So it's not like well feasible. No, he could buy it for seventeen minutes. Apparently, <laughs> it could be more than enough time. Yeah, but for, it's not a lot. Yeah. For seventeen minutes, he could have enough to almost measure. 
Like it's not helpful. Like, yeah, wait, not... what happens in this kind of dosage? What what are the effects that they nothing. have on the oh, well, literally that's... nothing because it's so small. It literally it just vanishes, somebody, it just poofs out. Charlie, somebody in chat is saying that's trillion, not billion. Uh, oh, is it trillion? I thought it, it was billion. I thought it... maybe they're saying twenty sixty two trillion. I don't know. Oh. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I, I All I know is that yeah, I forgot Probably the antimatter experts from in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again on the official podcast, weighing in on science. Yeah, we have we have never had a single episode. I can't think of a single episode where we talk about something scientific and someone in the chat isn't like, "Oh, I happen to be an expert on thermodynamical physics," and. Here's where everyone's wrong in a nice little book. If you were to read my thesis, then you would understand. All like I, I was trying to quote the video. Hundred years from wrong. now, we're a hundred years from now. We're probably gonna have all that technology in our smartphones, and all it's gonna do is help us take better selfies somehow. We'll have antimatter yeah. smartphones. Antimatter selfies. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> That's fucking cool. You send them through a wormhole. Holy shit. Let's get on it. <laughs> It'll antimatter all your blemishes and shit. I don't know. Fuck yeah, I still want to know. So if fucking black holes are just made of antimatter or whatever, I really want to know what's inside them. I really want to know what what purpose they have in the well, universe. Or yeah, why black holes are crazy. Black holes are just gravity, right? Like they're just I- infinite no. gravity. No, I think it's it's the complete absence of all of that, right? Like, not even time can escape a, gra- uh, a black hole. I don't think it's, like, intense gravity or anything. Well, gravity, well, I thought, I gravity causes yeah. time. I thought it was infinite gravity. Yeah. It might be. I, I, it might yeah, be. if it's, I if it's infinite gravity, then it would be nothing, I think, because I believe gravity is what causes time. It's the forces of gravity acting on things that causes time. Man, this is confusing. Yeah, I need to watch Interstellar just, again to figure this out. It's just more than time. <laughs> Mm. Time is weird. Is time a natural element? What's time? Ah. I don't know. It's We're going to have 19 experts when this here. episode launches in the comments. Don't worry. Yeah. Gravity's that overrated time. movie <laughs> with Sandra Bullock and nothing more. That's it. This is, it feels like that episode of SpongeBob with Is Mayonnaise an Instrument? Is <laughs> gravity <laughs> an element? <laughs> yeah. Is gravity time? Does gravity cause there time? There are high schoolers smarter than us. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, well, well do they, they have a podcast? Huh? Yeah, they, they actively study this shit That's in their true. little AP biology and Yeah, let's, and let's talk whatever. about that. I'm Charlie tired. watches a video on YouTube passively no, for half let's, an hour. Yeah, let's talk about that. They I'm tired the of the deception that children are smart. I'm tired of this this charade, this fakery. Shows like Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader, as well as those YouTube videos where it's like, this seven-year-old can name every state capital, but these dumb Americans cannot name ten of them. It's like, okay, can that seven-year-old file taxes? Can they calculate interest on a loan? Can they do anything that anyone, like, gets a degree for? No, they just know random trivia that we forgot because we got old and prioritized our knowledge. Fuck children. They're stupid. Kids are dumb, man. I think kids suck. They do. They're awful and dumb and annoying. Oh, God. Andrew, are you ever going to have kids? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) He just bullies him. What's this useless trivia you're doing in this homework assignment? (laughs) Learn your taxes, kid. So you can do my taxes. What's the capital of Idaho? <laughs> wow, you know you're such a nerd. Nerd. I can go back to school, nerd. Yeah. I no, mean, to I, be fair, that is much better knowledge on how to do your taxes and how to, uh, I don't fucking know, like deal yeah. with insurance fraud. That's and like shit that's that useful. Oh, you argument. know, the capital of this one country, you're never going to be. That's like that age old argument that children always, well, my peers always used to use in high school. Like, we're not actually going to use this, this, you know, lesson in math. So why do we need to learn it? It's just, I, I don't know. They're not it's wrong. Just dumb. Well, there, there, there are wrong, some yeah. things that you just don't need to know. Certain math concepts, absolutely. The basics, absolutely. But you don't need to know the capital of some, like, obscure fucking island in Asia that you will never visit nor will ever have an impact on your life unless relevant. Let's say it's in the news because, I don't know, it gets hit by a nuke or a new coronavirus breeds there, then yeah, you should learn about it, because then it's relevant. But most of the shit on the planet doesn't matter to you. It doesn't affect you. you 
It's kind of you know what I up. think is genuinely the most useless thing that people are taught, and a lot of people like to flaunt their knowledge of geography. It's so worthless. You could just oh. pull up a map and find things. You I don't love need geography. Geography is so it's only there for like trivia. That's I exactly what it is. You can say that about There's... everything, though, and I think the like boomer teachers just haven't caught up with the times yet. That's the age-old argument for why can't you use a calculator during a test, right? It's like, I know. Oh, true. You're why not going to have a calculator in your pocket like... at all times, and yet you do. You yeah, fucking I, literally I do. It's a 21st century. <laughs> uh, I have a calculator on my watch. Like, I don't I know. Know. Well, back in high school. I had this fucking discussion with my family at Christmas. Why doesn't the education system, like, prioritize real-life education? So we have plenty of learning on old historical things. Like, oh, here's English. Learn about all these classic literature works. It's important works. to remember your history. But, but, Jackson, why don't they teach useful things? things like here's how to take out a loan and balance a budget here's how to fucking like clean a house properly you and, gotta work they, up to that uh, wait we did learn how to like but but that's stuff. that's where i was going they do have home ec which yeah, is a nice start ec. and they have shop but why don't they keep it going like oh here's how to write a resume podcast here's how yeah. to use organizational <laughs> skills <laughs> well podcasting's a little much <laughs> But but schools don't banger episode. Schools don't fucking teach you like useful life skills. They do a little bit, but they prioritize on things that realistically you will never know in like a few years. I fucking or work I, with. I, I I genuinely hate this argument this this whole conversation really because it's the exact conversation that Jake Paul made a song out of last year or the year before. No, his was fuck teachers. Oh, that was super God. different. That was very different. No, it was, he was literally arguing in the song, why do we have to learn about this if it's useless? I don't I think the, the, the problem is that can be right. The problem is not the not teachers. Saying it's useless except geography. And the problem doesn't the problem doesn't have to be the teachers. It can be the curriculum. It's all like government run and fucking like mandated and standardized. Teachers should be allowed to teach and do what they want with it and use their fucking knowledge and actually make something interesting and helpful. Not have to follow this gridded, rubriced, fucking bullet pointed lesson that doesn't apply to everyone. I think it's a good idea to have a standardized curriculum, but also I think that like there's already you could sign up for those kinds of classes where you learn to um, clean a house or do your taxes or stuff. But not every or school offers it. No, I, but I, I mean in communities and stuff like there's usually. Yeah, but uh, these the whole point you know. is the kids go to school to learn. That's their whole do- job. That's their whole day. They shouldn't have to do extended learning to learn actual life skills. It should be invested in the curriculum. Well, the I other th- problem I think is school's more how... about like learning dis- uh, discipline and stuff like that. that oh god, you... ew. <laughs> I mean, that's like the worst. Oh, I'm gonna take somebody else's children and I'm gonna teach them to respect me. Fuck you. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> respect the learning process, like making your brain malleable oh. to knowledge and stuff. I understand that, like, the funniest thing that I saw during this pandemic especially is because so many schools shut down in-person teaching, so parents had to actually sit down and, like, homeschool their kids from time to time. That's the weirdest shit to me. It's it's like mind-blowing how many of them came to the realization that, wait, you don't need eight hours a day to teach this kid shit. Like, we literally went through all of the topics in two, and it's because they waste so much fucking time in class with, like, teachers are spending time breaking up fights. Homeschool kids always turn out the weirdest, though. When I was... This is probably the same for you, Andrew. When I was in school, through middle school and high school, school started at 7 a.m. Yeah. Nowadays, it starts at, like, 9, which is so much better. But I had to get up at fucking 6 a.m. every goddamn day for over a... Well, for about a decade. I think mine started at... Waking up in the cold winter nights. I think mine started at, like, 8 or 7.30. Yeah, mine was 8. Yeah, was it, it was either 8 or 7.30, and I immediately knew and agreed. I was like, why is this so early? It doesn't make any fucking sense. What there's, even, um, there's even been studies that are coming out lately that teenagers need more sleep than average people because it's like the height of puberty where their brain is developing so when you're forcing teenagers to wake up early and stay up early you're actually making it harder for them to learn i need sleep we all do anything in that report everybody does well you know what would help you get a better night's sleep maybe if you exercised and worked out and used your muscles that's a great idea how how would i go about doing that andrew well you could start with fitbod 
I mean, uh. if your New Year's resolution is to get in shape, which I, I think I read that a while ago, that the number one New Year's resolution is to get active and get in shape. So this might apply to some of you. Maybe you can use FitBod. FitBod's going to use an algorithm to create data and adjust a dynamic fitness plan just for you. You'll have access to a personalized routine on the easy-to-use mobile app, and you can make progress on your goals anywhere, anytime. And some of you are thinking, well, I don't have a gym. I live in Siberia, in Reskaven, Siberia, in my cabin, where I dig a hole in the ice so I can fish and not fucking die of starvation. Geography That's expert. okay. That's okay, Svetsfeld, or whatever your name is. You can do at-home workouts with FitBod. No equipment or gym required. There are tons and tons of different plans that are going to help you Get in the shape that you want to hit. Whether you exercise three days a week or twice a day, every workout will be proven to be better than the last. You can get 25% off a membership when you sign up at fitbod.me slash official. Kick the new year off right and get a customized fitness plan with FitBod. That's 25% off your membership at fitbod.me slash official. That's hey, right, thanks, FitBod. Thanks, FitBod. And you're wrong, Andrew. The mm-hmm. most common New Year's resolution, at least from Boogie, has been to stop angering, stop like feeding trolls and listening to trolls. And he does it every single That's year. That's not going to work. He did it again this year. He did, he did it again oh, this year. Jackson, and I could hear like, in your voice. It's fucking palpable. You just wanted to roll mm-hmm. right into Boogie as fast as you could. Within six fucking hours of making his New Year's resolution tweet, before the New Year's even started, he he's already back on the you yeah. Know, but that doesn't train. count. He Jackson yeah, he tweeted and he said yet. that yeah, that doesn't count yet. By the way, I uh, have, I have um, no faith. I'm in a betting pool uh, on a giveaway <laughs> relating to that. So I'm in for a four hundred dollar prize if he takes his two weeks. If he makes a two weeks boogie, can you just please hold off on feeding the trolls for fourteen days? Are you fucking out of your two weeks, Kaya? No shit. I don't know why you throw away two hundred dollars like that, Kaya. That's kind of stupid. Jesus Christ! Oh, I'm not not paying anything. It's a giveaway. It's uh, going to be within the same day. It's going to be within the same day. I know. I I I genuinely think it'll be about a week before he goes back to arguing with people on twitter i say one week i was i, say a day. I was also I thinking think one you're... week but the one week price pool was only 200 dollars, and i saw the four oh. and then past that it was like 600 but i knew he's never gonna make it past like two weeks that's not gonna happen we should get you guys... a giant betting ring together like a website like a csgo fucking skin farm but about east celebs like boogie just all their yeah. habits should be fun well, yeah that would be cool. What? What's? Do you guys believe in New Year's resolutions, or do you have any? No, no, I've nah. never really done any. Do those ever um, really work for people? No, no they I don't. think as soon as you, most of them are given up on it, within a month. Yeah, because you, it's kind of like a thing where once you say you're doing something, you've already gotten all the self satisfaction out of it, so you have no real. Well, uh, it's also to do it. it's also people don't realize the way that you make changes gradually. So a Mm. New Year's resolution is supposed to be a drastic idea. Like, all right, starting January 1st, no more of this shit. And it's like, oh, you've been doing this shit for years. Your brain's used to this shit. In a way, you like this shit. You're not going to change overnight. You're going to be miserable and forcing it. The way that you make these life changes is one small step at a time. It's the same with dieting. It's the same with anything like that. You're not like yeah. you're not like instituting a big change into your life. You are changing your life, your habits, your normal, and that takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I don't think most people are capable. I, I don't. I think it's possible, but I don't think most people can do cold turkey. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat fatty foods anymore. I'm going to work out every day starting January first, whatever, and then like two weeks later they get burnt out. Isn't it a thing that like most gyms make most of their money in January? Yep. From everybody signing up mm-hmm. for the year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't out. believe in occasions like that. I think that if you want to make a change, just do it right now. I don't yeah, I don't believe not? in waiting for like occasions or mar- markings or like, oh, that's when I'll do it. Just do it now. There's no reason to not do things like that now. Yeah, I guess if you're already waiting for New Year's to do it, you're already kind of 
leading off on the wrong foot because you're like creating excuses for yourself or, or like giving yourself yeah. room procrastinating yeah yeah what you should be doing sign. if you if you out there are listening I guess this this is going up after New Year's, but in general, if you're those kind of people where it's like, all right, on my birthday, I'll so I'll do this, like I'll start working out, or oh, New Year's, that's when I'll stop drinking, etc. What if you you want to really follow that? You should start planning for that day right now. Start planning. Here's what I'm gonna do. Here's how I'm gonna go about it. Instead of just expecting to like start on that day, that'll help a lot. That's what people don't do. I think. Boogie should nuke his social media right now. He shouldn't wait. <laughs> it would have been really a lot of wins. That's true. <laughs> Do you think if Boogie <laughs> makes a comeback, like if he deletes Twitter, if he stays off of any social media, really stays off, deletes accounts or hides them or just doesn't do anything and focuses purely on making good content, he can make a comeback? I don't, he's not capable of making good content his <laughs> content for last I, I'm sorry Boogie if you listen to this as an honest review it, it genuinely is just not good content it's like it's couldn't we have talked about this, this in two weeks Jackson that way I would have won the bet <laughs> but publicly yeah, he just gives up now. calling him out damn it <laughs> no it's yeah um, it's, when his ex-wife left I think all of the uh talent left as well <laughs> she was she was apparently the writer of the francis stuff really kind of gone downhill yeah wow that's what i've heard that explains anyway. a lot actually i didn't know that yeah so um i don't think so plus there's just so much online about him that people can find now and people are just gonna like copy paste that shit in the youtube comments and such so i don't think so i think his career is kind of like irreparable at the moment I don't know. I think he could do it if he just stuck to like video game news or whatever. Isn't that wasn't that his, his shtick? Like just talk yeah, about video games like and Magic stuff. the Gathering cards and whatnot. Instead, mm -hmm. like last time I looked at his channel, the last three videos were like, "I'm giving up. Here's a response to my haters. <laughs> Here's what I did wrong." It's like self-flagellation, you know, almost as if he gets off on it now. He absolutely does. He's got to. I, I don't. I don't know how you can constantly put your foot in your mouth so often if you're not also jerking off to the idea of it. So <laughs> I, I think he, I think he gets off to it. I hope he gets off to it. I think. Oh, it, I mean, we sense. talked about this earlier. I think it's just control. He's just not happy without having total control, or he's a control freak, or he's insecure, and he just wants to but try he to loses control so much. Yeah, and, and he's trying so hard to maintain it, but on the internet, you never can have full control of what you do. So, oh well. Good. Have, have Have any of you guys gone back to listen to the episode that we did do with him? I think it was like episode forty-seven. No, no. I'm so nervous to go back to see how like how how much he manipulated us into us <laughs> thinking that he's a cool guy jackson you <laughs> should really? make it your new year's resolution that you'll listen to that episode oh it's gonna be to be fair cold. back then it wasn't nearly the same level as what's happened over the last that was four years ago now so over the last four years it's completely changed Damn. i don't he's think completely he can changed. change i think he was just better at hiding it that's possible or i guess or maybe it wasn't but... well known because wait no that was that was definitely the time he was divorced at that time, right? Because yeah, he the, had just divorced. Yeah. Literally just yeah. divorced. Remember, he was before we recorded the show, he was going on and on about how he is fucking this new girl and nerding in her mouth in his words. <laughs> Very cool, Boogie. Very cool. <laughs> I thought that was cool. I was like, this guy's handling it well. Yeah, He's this, fucking That's a healthy coping mechanism <laughs> for years of marriage ending. Getting Getting young women on, uh, what's that sugar baby site? Seeking arrangements, I think. Yeah, because apparently he has like three different profiles on it. He knows what the ladies like. All verified with like premium. No. Uh, if you're listening, Boogie, I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. Um, <laughs> sure sounds so, like you did. Yeah, thanks, Jackson. I'm sure you appreciated yeah. it. He's going to get another awkward DM now. <laughs> so, um... Uh, to take us back to the start of the episode, since I didn't get a chance to say what I got for Christmas, uh, I'm sure you guys were all waiting to hear what I got, so I figured I may as well tell you guys now. Mm -hmm. I got socks, and I, I don't know, I was pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, it's fun, was right? Was that your only gift? 
Yeah, surely. Was that your only gift or did you get more? Uh, I got a candle from my brother, which was nice. And I got like houseware stuff for nice. the new house from my grandparents. But then, yeah, socks as well. Do you like candles too? I love scented candles. Oh, now. Man, I don't I know. Love, oh, are we on the I candles train? Candles. Oh man, candles we, are so good. We got like fucking five Do candles guess. at Christmas because my girlfriend likes candles, so everyone bought her candles. I fucking love They're candles. They're so good. I wish I didn't discover this so late in life. Like coffee scented candles, chocolate, dark cherries, the fucking bomb. I have mm -hmm. one right here. I love this stuff. I have one brand of candles that I really love. They do these really nice scents. And not to be like super boring or whatever, but there's one that's just like vanilla caramel. And it's it's so nice. It makes everything smell so fucking delicious. Yeah, I love candles. Justin, Charlie, are you a big fan mm. of candles? I, yeah, I like candles. I don't have very many, but I do like them. I always just appreciate the vagina scented ones. Have them. Yeah, I just yeah. have the Gwyneth Paltrow vagina and orgasm. You're a and sick Ethan man. Ethan Klein's butthole. Yeah, you're a sick man. You bring shame to the candle game. No, I'm a pioneer of the candle game. What were you going to say, Kai? Um, I forgot, but now that you mentioned Ethan Klein, I remembered that Boogie on a Seeking Arrangements profiles. <laughs> one of them is his photos with Ethan Klein and Gila Klein on the podcast. So he's like trying to flex like, I'm a famous person. I've been oh, on this man. huge show with these other famous people. <laughs> oh, no. I can't remember, but did he have like gamer of the year in his bio or something or like a picture of him with jack I, well he did I win that he did. Yeah. yeah he did yeah he did he Could is a gamer be. of the year recipient which shows how morally corrupt the game awards are oh well, i guess even they got many no the game awards degree. have gotten good they, they're pretty good yeah. now that newest the game award was the best one ever honestly it was better than it was better than the last couple e3s as well yeah which is surprising. for sure it wasn't I, even close it i look forward better. to the game awards more than e3 now like just straight up i think i think to some degree it's still very ad heavy and i get that it has to be because it needs to make money or whatever but the award to advertisement ratio kind of is annoying i get it though because their budget is well, the whole shockingly big yeah yeah well, why would it really okay. have to be big? All you have to do is get the arena, which, yeah, that's expensive. But Jeff Keighley's working for free, I assume. He's just there for the love of the game. <laughs> yeah, but sure. think about all the celebrities they involve. Who, were there celebrities? Yeah, remember Keanu's yeah, there. Keanu, and fucking, Keanu Reeves, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. tons of actors who yeah. show up. They oh, had a couple yeah, of yeah, yeah, the presenters. Yeah, Hang on, presenters. do you guys want to talk about The Matrix? Has anybody oh, yeah. seen oh, it? Yet? Oh, God, I haven't watched I it yet. It hurts, it hurts, it fucking let's hurts. Talk, let's talk about The Matrix. Don't, spoiler alert. I want to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. There oh. is nothing to be spoiled, Andrew, I promise you. It's like okay. the most predictable shit. Like, I don't even know what I could spoil. Okay, go ahead. Andrew, you should, probably, you should probably just not watch it, I think. If you no, like no, no, actually, Andrew, I, I love The Matrix enough <laughs> that even if it's bad, I want to watch it. Yeah, I will say, yeah, but Andrew, is, this but is, is like, it's an insult to the franchise. Yeah, but, but it doesn't ruin the franchise either. It doesn't, okay. like, you can just take away it. from the trilogy. Yeah. As long as it's it doesn't ruin my enjoyment of The shit. Path of Neo on PlayStation 2, then we're good. Oh, no, nothing can take away that joy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, go ahead and spoil it. I, I'll probably forget everything we talked about by the time I watch it anyway. Yeah, who wants to start? Charlie, start. Start. can I start with Honey? Yeah, you can start with Honey. Yeah, yeah. That's... So I, I watched something better <laughs> recently, and I, I have to interrupt you guys to talk about it. It's important to me. It's called Honey. I mean, everyone shops online. Everyone sees a promo code field. Everyone doesn't know what to do. They throw up their hands. They go, let me type in some promo codes. Uh, the Matrix. That didn't work. Keanu Reeves. That didn't work. You know why they didn't work? Because you're not a machine. You're a human. You're going against <laughs> the Matrix. Why don't you get a machine to do your work? One that can support over 30,000 stores online. Honey's just going to be there whenever you check out at those stores. It's going to pop in some promo code links into that promo field and get you free savings by doing absolutely nothing i've been buying some tech accessories lately on a big shopping platform starts with an a ends with a mamazon and let me tell you i've saved money just getting little doodads and cables and things that i need for what i do by doing nothing honey has found 
over 17 million members, $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on those savings. It's literally free and installs in seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a favor and doing the podcast a favor. Get Honey for mm-hmm. free at joinhoney.com slash official. That's joinhoney.com slash official. Now that the ad is over, your final spoiler warning for the Matrix Resurrections, I think. Yeah. Yep. Just a warning in general, Last chance. Just a warning in general. We're going to be talking about some dumb shit. So. Yeah. Did you watch it, Jackson? Heartbreak Did you warning. <laughs> no, but I've seen, uh, like... Um, uh, what do you call it? Like synopsises or so? You know, so I have not watched it, it, but I will say I've been spoiled on one thing, and I want to know if it's true because if it is true, it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Is it true that Agent Smith sacrifices himself? No. no. Okay. Good. Okay. Well, so he, uh, whatever. I'll let Charlie start. Yeah, we we can get into it. Agents. I think what they did with Agent Smith is a bit of an injustice to the character, but it's an the, abomination. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So I binged Matrix one through three. You know, uh, right before well, watching Resurrection. Just as bad. Well, mm-hmm. not just as bad, but really the third one is bad. Three is actually better than I remembered it being. I remembered hating it when it came out. And I rewatched it, and it's still not good by any means, mm-hmm. but it's still a lot more serviceable. Like it's a, a good, it's a good can climax we, with Smith. I think we can agree that Resurrections is by far the worst of the whole. It's, yeah, yeah, it's not even close. It's yeah. not even close. Yeah, it's not only a bad Matrix movie; it's just a bad movie. So after watching all three of them back to back to back, basically, I went into Resurrections immediately after. And I swear to God, the whole first half of the movie is almost nothing but a montage of the first three. Yeah. Really? There is all. Um, yes. Yeah, it, that is so just, insulting. So, Andrew, what they did is. Have you ever seen the Member Berries episode of South yes. Park? Yes. Yeah, where they're yeah. like, Member Wookie, Member Jubaka, yada, yada, yada. It's basically that in a movie form. They they had the audacity of smash cutting to the older Matrix movies, which had way more style. No, like so the first actual of all, they got footage the from Matrix the old style. movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It is, it is just yes. the same footage. They didn't even like refilm it or redo it? That's no, crazy. It's just the same footage. No, it's the exact same footage. And they're like, oh, remember this scene from the older, better Matrix movies? Like, yeah, That's I remember. Insane. Like, why are you rubbing it in? And um, what was I going to say? So, Charlie, to me, the biggest injustice with Smith is... So they recast Smith and they recast Morpheus and Morpheus, yeah. who was a mentor figure to Neo. He was never as powerful as Neo or anything, but he was still more knowledgeable. And he was like the guy honing the the chosen one, right? Turning him into a weapon or whatever the fuck you want to say. He's literally he the one who kicks his ass in the Kung Fu dojo. He does that again, by the way. Uh. Kind of. <laughs> no, he, he doesn't. But... Guys, in the new movie, Morpheus is a comic relief character. I'm oh, not even no. shitting you. The first time you see him, he stumbles out of a toilet stall in a bright, oh, like, mustard-colored no. suit. He's like, hey, you remember me, Neo? No? Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he jokes about <laughs> I, sequels, right? Yeah, I wouldn't yes. go as far as to say he's just comic relief. I, I wouldn't go that far because he does have, like, he is integral to the plot and he does have serious moments. Like, I don't think it was the actor's fault by any means. They just completely redid the character and made him much, much goofier. Like, oh, I don't, think I don't, I don't blame the actors for any of yeah, this. They're just actors. Yeah. I blame the writers and the directors Director. and everybody else. Yeah. Like the, the fucking, it's, they can't do anything about it. The poor actors are so, just stuck there, including Keanu. Even he couldn't save this fucking abomination from itself. But so to give you an idea, Andrew, imagine. So first of all, you know how the Matrix had some style. It was like this. They oh, almost yeah. got it was and it they was, had these uh, rave scenes and it was all green tinted. Yeah, yeah okay. To find get rid the of fucking all of that now. Imagine the two thousands. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, now get rid of all of that. Now imagine the Big Bang Theory, but it, they talk about the Matrix. <laughs> That's literally the first twenty minutes. Is these characters that all look like Big Bang Theory extras talking oh, about how no. amazing the Matrix is? That's my other problem with this fucking oh, movie. Oh my god, it was so it's insufferable. The directors, 
jerking oh, themselves fuck. off for two hours about I'm 14 and this is deep. The Matrix is, is about the same so directors? much more is than the just the video who made this? Yeah, it's the Wachowskis. Yeah, well, it, uh, it's, uh, only, it's, only it's only Lena. Lena. It's only Lena. Yeah. Okay. Lena? Well, oh, they, they've fallen off so the recently, so I, I understand that. <laughs> Lately, they have not done good work in the last many years but Andrew so when he says they suck the like literally just sucking the cock of the first three Matrix movies that is the entire first act because in the movie oh, no. Neo is a game developer Thomas Anderson and he made the Matrix <laughs> 1 through 3 so they constantly just reference Matrix 1 through 3 and show scenes from those Matrix movies ad nauseum as people talk about it was actually a commentary on the capitalist society and this and that oh my god it was, it was so, so brilliant it was wow. the smartest silly. movie ever made. It, it was, was so, so silly. And then the movie goes like it almost sets itself a higher goal in the resurrections. They're like, okay, you know how the bullet time revolutionized the film and the, the <laughs> game industry in the first Matrix. So we need something like that in Resurrections. But then you never get anything like that in Resurrections. There's literally nothing groundbreaking in it ever. Yeah, I guess Neo gets a try. shield. Neo well, gets no, a force field. Apparently. Again, I haven't seen it. I've only read synopsis of the plot and stuff, which just already sounded like I didn't want to watch it. Um, but, like, apparently a lot of the shots are just shot reverse shots of characters talking, and then the no. action scenes themselves are just so awful, apparently. Oh, no. The action, oh, scenes, are, are the bad. action scenes are they shit. Are bad. They, they are, are not good. They are poorly choreographed, and they're very quick cuts. I don't know if you noticed, Charlie. Like, especially in the train scene, there's a cut every half second. Yeah, which is oh, annoying. And, and, oh my god! And they only fight zombies. Like, like the agents are nothing. They anymore. only they fight, fight zombies. Thank zombies. you for it noticing. So, bad. so, so that's, why, that's what like, I wanted to ask. I know Morpheus was recast, but they recast Hugo Weaving. Yes, oh, and, man, and he's he just the most generic. He doesn't have nearly the charisma of Hugo Weaving. He doesn't nearly have any of the like. I don't know, the drive or the reasoning behind his, like, he doesn't have the motivation. He's literally just generic CEO douchebag in this movie. Wow. He literally just goes around saying, oh, look how handsome I am, and now I'm free, Neo. Bye. That's like the whole what? point of this fucking shit show. Did you feel like Anderson had to be in this movie, the character? No. So I said that when I when I did the voice meter, there is literally no reason that that couldn't have just been a new character. Like yeah. he has nothing in common yeah. with Agent Especially Smith if except for him saying Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Now, do they do they explain do they explain how in the uh, in the movie? So at the end, Neo becomes a god, right? He he literally can just do anything he wants in the Matrix. Do they explain well, Trinity? Yeah. Yeah, do they explain oh, yeah. in and this yeah, new he's movie? He's no longer how, the chosen one. Yeah, so do they oh. explain why he just suddenly isn't Superman anymore? He is. But so is yeah, Trinity. So, is. so then how the, is there the any problem in the entire movie when Neo can because, literally just rewrite the entire world? Because so the way they kind of explain that is he's lonely. So <laughs> because he's lonely, he doesn't really have his powers anymore. He's not with Trinity. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they do this thing where, like, Trinity and Neo love each other so, so much. And keep in mind that throughout the original trilogy, they, they knew each other for, like, six months or something. But their love is so deep, you guys. The problem is that if they get together, they're too powerful. So the Matrix has yeah. to keep them just at the right uh, distance. And the way they did this the was by plot making... plot of Hancock! Oh. That, yeah, literally... <laughs> And the way they did this is they make Neo a game developer in Cell and they give Trinity a husband in the Matrix whose name is Chad. I'm not oh, shitting you. No. This is an actual scene yeah. in the movie. This is absolutely <laughs> intentional. Uh, yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot his name was Chad. Oh, fuck. So, oh, but also, I... Charlie, don't forget, New Smith, CEO Douchebag Smith, doesn't even call him Mr. Anderson anymore. He's like, Tom. He calls him I Tom. I missed you, Tom. He, call, he Ugh, calls him Mr. Anderson so one time, but not in the cool way that Hugo Weaving did. He just goes, Mr. Anderson. <laughs> and that's about like, the only time he addresses this. him as such. This sounds awesome. <laughs> Dude, it's more like an SNL parody of it, Andrew. Like, yeah, it, it genuinely was, doesn't oh feel God. like a... A real Matrix film, especially without like the whole, I don't know. I know it's like kitsch and it's cheesy at this point, the green tints, but without it, it didn't feel right. I don't know why. I, no, I felt it, like, it oh, they're going to bring it back at some points, right? This is like supposed to be a scene in the real world or mm -hmm. some shit maybe. And then 
it's going to switch to the filter again. But no, it's it's literally shot like the Big Bang Theory is shot with all the yeah, same this, humor. It looks it's, ugly. Yeah, no, it's it was really kind of an affront. Like, like I said, it why did it need to exist if it didn't have any purpose so, behind like, it? This is, this is what blows my mind because in the beginning, you'll remember Kaya. They're having like this pitch meeting for a new Matrix game because they're trying to get uh, Thomas yeah, Anderson yeah, yeah. to d- design the next one, and they're really meta about it. They're like, "Yeah, the first yeah. three were known for bullet time style commentary on capitalism and this and that." So this new one, we're going to have to make it about more mindless action and more bullet time and less thinking and this and that. And it's like, okay, do you, do you remember when do you remember when Agent Smith says, sorry, Neo, but the word comes from top, you know, Warner Brothers owns yeah. us now. And they said we have to make a new Matrix. That's how meta they get. Yeah, it's they, like, they literally okay. I, I, I can appreciate they, I that, but so it sounds like they didn't. Well. I can appreciate if they're getting meta on it because, I mean, the Matrix is this that's kind of meta so life, meta, but it doesn't well, but sound it, like they did it well. No, no but not, even even then, though, like everything they said, like they were being very meta. And I thought what would happen is they'd break away from it and be like, OK, so they're feeling pressured to make this movie, this and that. Well, they're at least going to make it good, right? They're not going to just make it mindless and silly. And then they do. It's everything they were saying during the pitch meeting that they hated is exactly what the movie became in the second act. They literally just fight fucking zombies with quick cuts during all of the action. And it's not fun mindless. Yeah, it's not even fun mindless. Fun mindless. Oh, by the way, they have robot sidekicks now. Like it's a fucking Disney movie. So they introduced these little drones. So in the real world, you guys. Yes, literally, in the real world, they now have robot sidekicks who defected from the machine realm to the human yes. side, and they're like these cutesy robots. Oh, oh, can I buy the That's all for merchandising, oh, for sure. Wait, Kai, do, you, do you remember out of nowhere, they go to... So in the previous Matrix movies, you'll remember the, the train guy, and then he had that family and that little girl, and she became yeah, like yeah, kind yeah. of a small, a small character. Hari Sati... Yeah. Sati, her name was Sati. So she comes back in this movie and she has a sidekick robo bird named Kujaku who comes out of nowhere, <laughs> literally out of nowhere. Kujaku swoops in <laughs> to save the day. He take Kujaku takes them it's all like the to Phoenix Trinity's from Harry pod. Yeah, it's but it super, <laughs> but significantly sillier. Oh my god, it's just a robot. It, it feels bird like out a, of nowhere. that moment when Kujaku comes and lands on the old lady's shoulder. What it doesn't land on her shoulder, but like it swoops in to save the day. It felt like the last airbender life action. Like <laughs> it felt as if this was a better anime, and then they adapted it into a shitty life action show. That's yeah, the feeling I got so, in that moment. It was did, so weird. Uh how did you guys feel about Keanu? I think Keanu still has. I mean, he's like, fine. Yeah, I, I still think he has the ability to do good action and everything, <laughs> even at his age. Like, I mean, just look at John Wick. Yeah, all three like, John Wicks were really good, right? Yeah, yeah he's still uh, no, yeah, it's it's not, not That's not fault. what I'm talking about. Let's talk about the Matrix. How was he in the Matrix? Oh, his character he was, was trash fine, in but this he movie. couldn't save it. It's yeah, it's like, not the he, actor's Keanu fault can't at all. It's bad not writing. Yeah, it's not Keanu's fault. It's not um, what's Trinity's name? Marianne. Carrie, 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 and something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She couldn't save it. And the thing that annoyed me also is that they could, like, the director just squatted down and took a big fat shit on the entire (laughs) premise of Neo wanting to save the real world and being the chosen one. Because this movie goes, in this movie, Neo is like, "Oh fuck humanity! I just want to fuck Trinity and be with her." And also, I'm not the chosen one. And turns out at the end, yeah, he's not the chosen one. There never was a prophecy. Sad. Trinity is just as powerful as he is. It's like what Ugh. happened with Luke Skywalker or something. Yeah, that does sound similar. Yeah, it was it was very silly. Like it it was it was not. How, and like Charlie how, said, the the main baddies in this movie are the zombies. Literally, what the Matrix does is they override regular people or NPCs or now, some shit, and they just turn into zombies that pile on. Here's you. an important question: Is there a brand new character that gets a lot of spotlight? Yeah, Neil Patrick yeah, Harris. Yeah, the analyst. Okay, so yeah. what I'm thinking... Well, is he is he like a protagonist, like part of the group? No, he's... No. So he replaces he's the, the main villain. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. Because yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking, like, if they're doing the Star Wars thing where they take Luke Skywalker and kind of ruin it, 
part of that you could assume was to uh, like boost like oh now it's time for ray and finn and kylo well, ren that, is there any of that isn't that like isn't that like bugs's character um not really bugs is just more there to like beat ass every time she's around <laughs> she's usually just beating ass oh, I, thought you said I think she ass oh i thought I you said she's cool ass. like, like yeah. she's no, just beat, existing beat. as ass no she she just she just fights like oh, okay. she's around it's usually just we need to go fight oh. zombies okay that's different <laughs> i thought she was fine and because she was very just i fight she all, doesn't all, add all anything she yeah but yeah, that, but she doesn't add anything. Fine. Her entire personality is, and I'm not kidding you, she has blue hair. I feel, I feel like they yeah. thought that was edgy enough in this day and age. Like, oh yeah, she's going to have blue hair and she's going to shoot one agent and 27,000 zombies and that's her personality. Yeah, like, she doesn't, okay. she doesn't have a lot of development or anything. What was your question? I, don't know, like just, I said, does she talk about her blue hair? How, how is it like her entire personality? Well, she just it, doesn't, it doesn't have, have She doesn't have one. That's, that's what he's saying. Yeah, like, so yeah. I, yeah, so I just had to go by okay, visually, what, what's this character supposed to represent? And it's nothing. It's just a blue-haired character kicking zombie ass. It's like a mobile game character. Why do you the guys think Lawrence Fishburne didn't come back? If I remember correctly, he couldn't. I don't uh, know. He had some kind of conflict with his scheduling or something and couldn't come back or that some happens shit like that. pretty often yeah yeah but it's like, the I matrix to, how the yeah. hell would you not i just have to wonder like how would this movie have been different because it was literally written without him and hugo weaving in mind because if they were here the entire movie completely changes like entirely yeah yeah, like, whatever, I'm not going to go into the detail as to why, but the whole point of them recasting Morpheus is that it is a new Morpheus and it's not the original. Yeah. Well, it's, just, I, it's not fun. I read, that, I read that the original Morpheus died in, like, the online <laughs> Matrix game. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> the, the Morpheus canonically dies in the Matrix online game. That's so right. Dumb. Oh, How? I forgot all about that. Oh my god! What was what was the online? Ma- that sounds like a so, cool premise. So like an the Matrix, Matrix had the Matrix had an MMO, and it was really short lived. It went nowhere, but it had story cutscenes that you could follow, and they were canon. The fucking creators of the Matrix were like, "Yep, this is the continuation of the Matrix." And there's this really shitty, fucking terrible cutscene where Morpheus is shot by an agent and just dies, and that's it. Oh. Morpheus is just dead. <laughs> What the I played fuck? the game when it came out. It wasn't very good. It was okay. Why do they hate their franchise so much? Dude, I mean, I to, don't know. It, it, to be fair to the Matrix, to like do a video game canon adaptation, that's kind of ahead of its time. And it for is. the Matrix, that makes sense to try to push technology like that. It's just looking back on it, it's extremely silly. Yeah, but now it just almost feels not even passive aggressive it just sounds like they're very very pissy that they even have to do this uh, again <laughs> with the warner brothers commentary they're like you know i guess we have to make this shitty movie it's gonna be about silly zombies i don't know it's honestly a one of the movies in the franchise i would not recommend <laughs> oh don't worry i'll be watching it on my list. I, I think you should. <laughs> you should just have a day where you watch like actual franchise garbage from good franchises, like the last Airbender movie, and then. This. Oh yeah, I've I've been away for two weeks for Christmas stuff, but now it's time to start packing away the movies, getting them done, ruining my life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but one thing but. I could do now that I'm back is shave with Manscaped. Oh, you better. Right. Yeah. Mm. I mean, look, it's it's going to be 2022. It's 2022. That's the year of clean and shiny balls. And that's why you're going to save your balls this year and make them drop into the (laughs) cleanest and sexiest 2022 you've ever seen. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the four million men worldwide who use Manscaped. We've got a fun exclusive offer and it's going to help you get the performance package 4.0 where you'll get the signature lawnmower 4.0 electric trimmer designed to trim hair on loose skin. If you've got perfectly smooth, pristine, wrinkle-free balls, well, I don't know what to tell you. But maybe you could also use the advanced skin-safe technology to reduce cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It comes equipped with a 4,000K LED spotlight that will shine a light on the promised land. 
of 2022. You'll also have the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, which will take a unique formulation to have you smell good down there. And you'll also get a nice little travel bag and anti-chafing box of briefs as free gifts to keep everything all packed away nice and tight. You can get 20% off and free shipping by using code OFFICIAL at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code OFFICIAL. New year, no pubes in 2022 with Manscaped. Thanks, Manscaped. What'd you say, Thank Andrew? You. 2022 is the year of fresh bowls? That is exactly what they told me to say. Is, is, better be. is an, I'm not kidding. Is that a part of the Chinese calendar? <laughs> you're, the, you're the fresh bowls? That's right. How could you not know it's ball year's eve? Come on, dude. <laughs> fresh yeah, balls man. and bad sequels. Yeah, so that left a bad taste in my mouth. And Charlie, you know what the most awful part of that movie is it it delayed john wick four by a year oh yeah because Wait, keanu reeves said to work at this yeah it, it, john wick four has been delayed to 2023 because keanu reeves said to work on this fucking movie what it couldn't have taken more than a month of filming he didn't do much he, he literally <laughs> sat at a fucking desk good lord he jumped <laughs> off of, he jumped off a high rise i mean he, okay admittedly like towards the end he does stuff i guess but I yeah, know. I mean, they drive <sighs> around downtown New York or something and they run from a horde of zombies. Fun. Great. Now, imagine if instead of this movie, Warner Brothers decided to do something insane, something crazy and create a new property. I know it's unheard of. It's insane. But they take they take no. fucking Keanu Reeves and they make him John Hackerman. And they make a, a kung fu, like, big epic cyber hacker action adventure that's kind of like The Matrix, but it's a new thing. So that way, if it's bad, no one cares and we all forget about it. But if it's good, you have a whole new franchise to branch off of. Instead of, I don't fucking know, reviving a 20-year-old film franchise that ended conclusively. And already had a bunch of spinoffs. Yeah, it ended conclusively in The Matrix Online. Yeah. Ten years ago. <laughs> we know the fate of Morpheus. <laughs> That's all. But I, God damn it, can they stop reviving stuff just to do a bad job when they no, clearly don't have an idea? because it makes money. Plus, we need no. things to talk about, Andrew. Please, make more of this shit. Make more shitty okay. movies. I, I like when they make shitty movies. Yeah, it shows that they don't know anything. Oh, it's fun. They clearly just make this shit without having any idea of what they're doing. That's what I don't understand. Like, they did it with Star Wars. Why didn't you go in with, like, a strong plan? I know. I, yeah, I don't know. It really feels like they wing it. Because apparently it wasn't by design that Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving weren't in this movie. But it feels like oh, the movie God. was literally made without them in mind. They wouldn't work in this movie. They wouldn't fit. <laughs> they, they wouldn't have a place in it as it currently yeah. stands. So I don't know how the fuck they even oh, make no, movies like this. Like, yeah, I have no idea. That, by the way, the, the thing, Andrew, you may have heard that Smith sacrifices himself. That's not yeah. true. They just He basically comes to a truce with Neo. Yeah, for no not reason, a truce, really. But he's like, I'm going to bail you out just cause, because this... Um, I don't know. The analyst rubbed me the wrong way. I still hate mm. you, Mr. Anderson. Don't, uh, Tom, I still hate you, Tom. Um, but this one time I'm going to bail you out because, yeah. I don't so think... Out of a friendship. Charlie, you rewatched it. I don't think Agent Smith calls him Tom except one scene when he's doing it to he, make a point. I don't think he ever called him Tom ever. I don't remember mm. it. He only ever referred to him me as either, either Thomas Anderson or Mr. Anderson. Maybe I'm thinking of Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Good lord. Hugo Weaving had style. Lawrence Fishburne had style. The first yeah. three movies, even if you don't like the sequels, had style. This movie has nothing. It has none of the charm or I the I mean, looks. that's the fucking problem I was just talking about. These movies have no direction. They have yeah. no idea. They have no concept. They have no 
plan. They're just, oh, let's make it. So the, the idea with the first fucking Matrix films is someone goes to the fucking studio and they go, we're going to make a Kung Fu movie about cyber hackers and it's going to be about like the modern internet and it's going to have all these like things in this thing. And everyone's like, great, that seems cool. But then these new movies, someone goes, let's make another Matrix. And then there's a 20 minute long silence and someone chimes up about what? And no one answers that question. They just kind of figure it out. It sucks. You know, Joe, yeah, they just go. They ask that question. Hey, mem- member berries. Remember this scene. Remember the Frenchman from the castle in the second movie. Oh fuck! I forgot he was in this. <laughs> oh my god! They turned the Frenchman. Uh, uh, what the fuck was his name? Merov. Merov. Merovingian. The Merovingian. He has a the Merovingian, Merovingian or something. Yeah. Yeah, he comes in out of nowhere as a homeless man who just starts spouting <laughs> nonsense during a fight in a warehouse. Oh my god. <laughs> and he, again, he's a meta joke. He breaks the fourth yeah. wall. He's like, this is a shitty sequel. I will stay here and fight you, Neon, until you make a good, a good sequel. Is like, Keanu Reeves then look at the camera this? and he goes, looks like they resurrected the Matrix and like start laughing. <laughs> He shrugs like it's the office, just stares at the camera. He does the (laughs) fucking, the fucking, uh, the fuck. Oh God, what's his name? The guy in the office, the main guy, he does the fucking gym face at the camera the whole time. Yeah. Good Lord. It's, it's pretty, it is pretty wild. So the Wachowskis are hacks then. I'm I'm taking this. Yeah, the Wachowskis actually have only made box office flops for like the last decade. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at it right now. They made Sense8, which was an awful TV series. They made Jupiter Ascending, which was fucking That terrible. movie bombed. Oh, that That's bad. one of the biggest oh, movie bombs bad. of all time, I think. I, I think it's, it's fair to say there. they're one-hit wonders now. And I also yeah. think it's yeah. fair to say that Matrix as a whole, as a franchise, sucks ass. They have like a 75% miss ratio at this point. I am going to give them I'm going to give them points, though. Have you guys seen Cloud Atlas? I've heard nothing but good things about I I actually love that movie. That movie really fucked at the box office and no one really cared about it. But I watched it a few years ago. I think that movie's genuinely really good. I've also heard nothing but good things about Speed Racer, which comes from them. Yeah, that's getting good things about that. I will give kudos no, to the I, other Wachowski that, yeah. sibling who d- decided to wash their hands off this whole project, said, fuck it, Lana, <laughs> you have fun with it. But I, I don't want my name in the credits. <laughs> so <laughs> one of them just jettisons themselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lily, Lily Wachowski said, no, thank you. I've had enough Matrix. Yeah, man, they it's have a, literally only directed the Matrix as their big hit. I thought they did V for Vendetta, but it turns out they only wrote it. They didn't direct it. Oh, even still, that's a very huge contribution. It is. Oh, apparently, no, they were they were even uncredited for V for Vendetta. That's how little of a role oh. they had in it. That's hmm. unlucky. Yeah, that's a huge movie. How do you oh, write something and then not get credited? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, it, there's probably uh, a big team of writers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> Matrix Resi- one sentence. So like you would think with a new Matrix movie coming out, it'd be huge no matter how bad it was. It fucking flopped. It has not performed well at all. Is it yeah, theaters I only? I figured as much. Yeah, yeah. No, it's Duh, HBO Max because there's too. people like us telling everybody don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I figured as much because I didn't go see it, and that's saying Appar- something. Well, apparently it got fewer box office numbers than Sing 2 or some cartoon movie the same weekend. And now the Matrix yeah, fans Sing, are like Sing's hoping massive. about it. They're like uh, trying to defend the movie online going, well, that's because the Matrix was on HBO Max. And so those numbers aren't being counted. Actually, this movie had a massive opening, which I don't know. You guys should like do yourself a fun favor and read the Wachowski's Wikipedia article at some point. There's a lot of great quotes here. Uh, They have a whole section called gaming. And the first line is Lana and Lily are self-proclaimed gamers. Oh, that's sweet. Well, that's yeah. that, that's I feel like they, they would be. They made an entire canon no, but MMO. It, it abs- they absolutely are, but the fact that they have to be self-proclaimed gamers, what does that even mean? <laughs> as if, like, a, a council elects them <laughs> as official gamers. Yeah, they're not official. They just say they are. Good lord. No. I like to consider myself a self-proclaimed gamer. Man, it, Matrix Resurrection. Dinosaurs in a zoo. 
Yeah, true. You only play like Jurassic Park Revolutions. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, apparently right now, the, the box uh, office for Matrix Resurrection is 20 mil. Oh, God, that's oh, terrible. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, Jesus, apparently, how much um, did they sell it to HBO for? Do we know that's that? That's a great question. No, I have no idea. Hey, wait, isn't is HBO owned by Warner Brothers? Is it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good question. What was I the think budget it is, for yes. this? Yeah, it's owned by Warner 190 million. Oof. Oh, my God. Wait, really? For, for Resurrections? Yeah, it says so on the Wikipedia. That did not look like a $190 million movie. That movie did not... Like, the visuals were not very good. That must have all gone to Carrie-Ann Moss and Keanu Reeves. Uh, I was going to say Neil Patrick Harris. (laughs) Okay, so Uh, apparently the... The box office numbers have been updated. It's up to 66 million, but that's still a horrific flop so far. Oh, okay. That is still not enough to justify a sequel unless they sold no. it to HBO for 130 million. <laughs> well, HBO is owned by Warner Media. It's 22 million domestic and 44 million international. Oh, okay. So it's doing better, much better international. Yeah, but even uh, not, then, that's still really, a huge yeah, flop yeah. so far. What you yeah. what you got to remember, and we say this every single time, is you take that uh, movie budget and then you pretty much double it for yep. marketing as well. Yep, true. So. And there's been a lot of marketing on this movie. Yeah. Oh no. Like the game awards, <laughs> yeah. That fucking sucks. Uh, I know. <laughs> on I that note, just made a good movie. <laughs> good lord. Maybe next time when they re- resurrect the resurrections again, <laughs> resurrections two. Alrighty. Let's end it there for this week. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the official podcast. Patreon.com slash the official podcast for bonus episodes. Uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. And we hope you all had a very Merry Christmas. And we mm-hmm. hope you had a lovely holiday season with your family and your friends. Year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, uh, yeah, hope you had a really good end of the year. And uh, we really hope the next year is really good for you, too. So we'll see you mm-hmm. guys next time. Thanks, Goodbye. everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.